welcome to this episode of the DVCC podcast. My name is Ben and today I'll be speaking to DVCC client Anita Solon, who's led an incredible life of animal conservation, exploration and charity work. Today we're speaking to Anita to help tell her story, understand why she became involved in animal activism and how it's changed her life and for anyone interested how you might be able to get involved too. So sit back and enjoy. Talking to Anita. Um, so Anita is a very active uh, animal conservationist. So you've done a lot of stuff around the world. So um, Anita, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. So um, I've uh, been in sales and marketing most of my life. Um, had some fabulous jobs. Um, worked in fashion um, with importing uh, Italian and Spanish shoes into the country. I've had a really busy life and then I worked for 10 years as a charity fundraiser, the, the most recent uh, role that I had as charity fundraiser, which was fantastic fun and supporting people doing crazy things like, you know, jumping out of planes and climbing mountains and, um, you know, going to track Kilimanjaro, that, uh, Kilimanjaro and places like uh, Machu Picchu. So yeah, really exciting in that sense. But I've always been a bit of a traveller, so I've always loved the um, the great outdoors and exploring new places and looking for adventures and uh, interesting things to do. Um, so yeah, I've always loved animals, um, kind of mostly domestic animals, I guess. But I wanted to explore, you know, wilder animals and um, animals that I don't normally come into contact with. So, um, and looking at the plight of animals across the world is really, really shocking. And there are so many um, breeds of animal that need our support and, um, and help. So, yeah, I got, kind of got into, you know, looking, looking online at what, you know, what people were doing out there and how amazing people give up so much of their time and, and money. And, um, you know, they, they, they change their lives just to, to uh, look after animals and make sure that the conservation carries on. So I kind of started with um, Borneo, which was the orangutans, which um, was an amazing experience. I mean, really incredible. Um, and you get to be fairly hands-on with the babies. Um, so you're doing the usual pretty mundane tasks really but feeding and preparing food and and cleaning out areas and you know, just keeping the bush down and that kind of thing so it's quite physical so you do need to be pretty pretty strong pretty robust um, which I think I am <laughs> but that helps being part of you know because I've always belonged to gyms most of my life so um, and I love trekking and that kind of thing so I've always tried to keep fit um, but this is this is on another level when you're, you know, shoveling animal poo. It's um, <laughs> it's quite hard work. So uh, yeah, so I started with the orangutans, and, and and you know who who does who couldn't fall in love with a baby orangutan? They're just adorable, and um, they act they behave a lot like human babies. Really, you know, they they interact with humans in a way that you know you kind of just melt your heart really. Really? Um, yeah, and there's so much cruelty towards the, you know, the mothers are killed and the babies are left. And, you know, if these conservation um, businesses weren't there to, to, you know, to take in the babies, they would just perish. So, um, you know, there's a there's a big um, kind of pulls at your heartstrings. Um, yeah, absolutely. But then yeah. I kind of got, got the bug really then. <laughs> <laughs> so has it literally just been sort of like, oh my God, I'm just trying to get, get my head around your kind of life. So it's been tracking over here, jumping out of planes here, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. That's, 
That's yeah, awesome. kind of. I guess most of it um, has been possible since I retired last year. Um, and I always had the intention that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a busy person and I, I couldn't ever imagine myself not working. Um, and I do lots of voluntary work anyway. But I had thought, well, this gives me an opportunity, you know, now whilst I'm fit and strong and, and healthy and I can do it. Um, and retiring has get, given me the time that I needed to be able to allocate to spending some really quality time on the conservation projects of which there are millions across the world, as you can imagine. But even specific to animals, there are hundreds and hundreds across the world. So the opportunities are far and wide. You can go anywhere pretty much and, and offer to volunteer to, you know, to on a conservation project. And, um, you know, they're, they're pretty straightforward. They're desperate for volunteers. So, you know, they kind of make it pretty easy for you to, to get involved. Um, so the next one that I did was the was the elephants, which is the um, elephant nature park in um, Thailand. Um, spent um, a lot of time there. An amazing Thai lady who's only four foot nine and an absolute dynamo. She is incredible. She'll you know she'll kill to protect her baby elephant. She's she's just an inspiration. And when you come to places like like those, the, the inspiration that you get from amazing people doing just things that are completely outside the box, you know, they just, they just um, don't see any, any barriers at all for saving animals. So um, yeah, you just get to meet some incredibly motivational people. Um, you get up right up close with the elephants. Um, you're part of their daily routine. So when they wake up in the morning, you hear them trumpeting past your your mud hut um, facilities are very basic, as you could imagine, but the camaraderie is incredible. Yeah, absolutely. And because, yeah, and because they're all um, animal conservation, they're all vegan. So um, I've never tasted vegan food like the vegan food on these conservation. Oh, really? I've always said that as well to um, to my fiance. I've always said, if you ever want to try food that you've never experienced flavors before, go to a vegan restaurant. <laughs> that's that's the thing to do. Um, and of course, because, um, you know, because in somewhere like the Elephant Nature Park, uh, which is in um, northern, northern uh, Thailand, um, they are so used to cooking vegan food and making food, food for other, you know, for their volunteers who come every week. Um, they are challenged with that and they're coming from all over the world. So they're challenged with, oh, you know, I'm going to miss a curry or kind of, you know, people's comments are going to going to be like that. So they make the best vegan curry you've ever tasted. So, um, yeah, it's, a, it, it's, um, it's so enriching the, the lifestyle. You live, you live with the elephants that, you know, you, you, you walk them down to the water to bathe. Uh, obviously in, in terms of conservation, you aren't encouraged to get too close to animals, um, or be in their face at all or touch them. But the natural world is that they want to be close to you. So, um, you can be walking a herd of elephants down to the water to, to bathe, um, and a little trunk will come across and just it under across your arm um yeah, they also, i remember you telling me about that and i remember yeah. you saying that it's um like how does that kind of make you feel like that kind of experience oh, it is quite incredible 
Um, elephants in particular, who they say are probably the closest animal to humans, not in, in um, you know, obviously, you know, the um, ape, apes are meant, we are meant to be mimicked in the same way, but elephants emotionally are, are very, very close to how we as humans react. So when you see a huge animal like that, it's a real gentle giant with the gentlest touch um, of, a, of a trunk, which is quite rough in it, you know, when you feel it, it's, you can imagine it's quite tough skin, but the gentlest touch um, and just to know that they trust you enough to do that because a lot of them have been terribly treated and that's how they come to be rescued and in, in those places. So, you know, they've been abused, they've been used for logging, they've been used for, um, you know, street entertainment, uh, breeding, forced breeding, which is, so a lot of the older females have got broken backs and they've got some really, really tough injuries to have to deal with, but they've been rehabilitated in such a way that they trust humans again, which is pretty amazing considering where they're coming from. Yeah, that's completely amazing. So you get to feed them. They love, they love you even more if you've got a bunch of bananas, of course. <laughs> then they really want to hug you. Then they really want to hug you. <laughs> yeah, I bet. And so I remember, obviously... Sorry, I'm like, just taking a sip of my coffee. That's okay. <laughs> um, I remember, of course, you saying, whilst, yeah, you do all this amazing, like, sort of exotic stuff. I remember you saying um, something to do with donkeys as well, wasn't it? Yes, it was, yes. A um, couple of years ago, I, I thought I'll do something a little bit closer to home. I haven't done anything very much in Europe. So I found uh, something called the um, Jacob's Ridge, which is in Spain. That's the sanctuary for slightly more common animals. So they have horses, ponies, donkeys, goats, uh, pigs, who I suddenly realized I love pigs. You know, who, who knew? <laughs> um, and a lot of animals that have been just abandoned really i mean spain's not particularly known for cruelty to animals but um there's a lot of uh, miss just a lot of misuse really um <laughs> and abandonment so uh, a lot of rescue animals there and um just that that feeling of waking up at you know 6 30 call you don't think breakfast me you think animals feeding watering them making sure they're their priorities are met first um, and so you you know you muck them out you take fill up their troughs with water you get all their feed ready um, and you do all that and by 9 30 you feel like you really deserve your breakfast <laughs> so so the donkeys and pigs were my favorites um, pigs unbelievably are incredibly affectionate they actually love human contact um, and one of the one of the pigs called big ben um he funny <laughs> i was gonna say i won't take it yeah. personally <laughs> no no <laughs> yeah he he had been bred for obviously for slaughter and so he was huge so much so that he couldn't roll over in his mud bath so his human contact was that each day he got a human mud bath um with the volunteers so we make the mud make it nice and um soft and sludgy um and then we cover it over him the, obviously the baking sun bakes it on and we turn him over manually to make sure that he's properly covered and then he's good to go for the day so he's got his mud mud shell which keeps him nice and cool in the heat of the summer and he's happy as Larry. I bet, I bet so, it's like obviously a lot of these places have really 
you know, high tech, like climates and stuff like that. I bet it's so exhausting for you physically as well. though. <laughs> really hard. I mean, you know, it's such hard work and it's relentless, really. I mean, luckily this place um, was it was in a, had a, was a nice villa and um, we, they, they were lucky enough to have a, a pool. So that was our break in the day. So you're working all the time, you're preparing food, you're, um, you, you know, you're making sure all the animals, you, you're checking on their health and well-being as well. You're giving them medication. Um, you know, you're treating a, you know, an abscess on a foot or, um, you know, an eye, an eye, an eye um, infection, that's kind, that kind of thing. So, you know, you're charged with quite a, res a lot of responsibility as well. Um, but then you get to have a couple of hours by the pool and have a swim and cool down in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the camaraderie is brilliant. Obviously, all of the people that are volunteering to do this that might be signed up to stay for a week or two weeks or even a month um, are committed and they're all like minded. So, you know, everyone has the same view. Everyone wants those animals to be as happy as they can be. Um, and that's why the the atmosphere is amazing. The camaraderie is brilliant. The fun and laughter is amazing. It's very kind of spiritual, but not with, not with, with any, I mean, you can go to a lot of them have yoga, particularly the ones in Thailand, you can get involved in, in the meditation and yoga uh, and that, that kind of thing, which is all, it's all very enriching as well because you're in a good place and your mind and body are in a good place so you're working hard um you're engrossed in something so you're not distracted by the outside world and a lot of the things that we all worry about and the stresses of of the world so all you're really interested in you can focus on is just making sure the animals are happy and well fed and watered and looked after yeah so, oh that's fantastic really really good yeah, so yeah. what kind of um, skills would you say you've sort of almost come away with it? I'd imagine there's quite a lot of discipline and sort of stuff like that. Um, but yeah, is there anything yeah. in particular? Yeah, no, I think, um, I think they're all fairly basic skills. I don't think it would preclude anyone from getting involved. You know, it's the kind of thing that we can all, we can all have a go at. I'd probably recommend starting out with something a little bit, a bit like, you know, Jacob's Ridge, where you're, you know, you're getting hands on with, I was, quite nervous about the horses one of the the animals i haven't had I used to ride years ago but you know not had that much contact with horses and i um i was quite nervous about being around big stallions and you know they had a herd of probably 30 horses um and so gradually i asked um the guy who owned the sanctuary to allow me to go in with him when he was watering the horses and and kind of you know rubbing them down that kind of thing and just got a bit more familiar with being and, and feel feeling more comfortable being around an animal as big and as powerful as that. So um, even if you don't have those skills, you get masses of help. And as long as you're open and you you, you explain, you know, your anxieties and, and maybe things that concern you, then, um, you know, you, you'll get lots of support. But the skills are really um, empathy. You know, I think you need to have some kind of feel um emotional connection with animals um but you know if you've got a, a pet dog cat whatever it might be you know you've got those skills anyway mm. you would you know we, we as human beings i think always not very many people in in society um you know have any any um negative feelings about animals mostly it's a all oh, are ah, you know isn't isn't it lovely and and and, and and strangely, you know, even with pigs, they have lots to offer, and they are yeah, they're adorable in their own way. So, 
yeah so skill wise you know there's there's uh, you just need to be prepared to work hard and not to be squeamish about you know shoveling poo <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and just take it in your stride really have a positive attitude and um, what you get out of it is massive it's yeah. absolutely you know you can't stop smiling it's uh, it's a feel good it's a feeling as though I mean you know without human intervention the animals would be in you know worse you know will have lost their lives or worse still be in an even worse condition and uh, the cruelty that you, you know, that they, they they can't do anything to change that you know only we can with our intervention so yeah. um you know there's a there's a massive feel good um and I think generally with the camaraderie as well, that puts a smile on your face and, and, you know, we're laughing the whole time. We've got banana chains going, we've got, we're singing, we're, you know, it's, it's, um, it's just a really, really mindful place. Yeah, absolutely. And so following off of that then, what would you say, do you have any sort of like standout moments, like a time where you've sort of had to stop and been like, I'm actually doing this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, so many. So many moments like that. Um, I one that comes to mind that I've got a great picture of is um, the Jacobs Ridge uh, Sanctuary in Spain. Um, I used to love cleaning uh, the donkey compound. Um, one particular donkey um, called Ronnie. Um, so whenever you picked up your rake to start raking, he would come over to you and almost try. He was vying for your attention. So when you're, you know, trying to do some work, he's like, "No, stop, stop! I want you to, I want you to hug me." Uh, he would lie, practically lie across your back with his, with his mouth here and nuzzle and just absolutely delightful. Um, you don't have to worry about a bit of saliva. <laughs> and um, so moments like that, when you you're not trying to encourage an animal to come to you, they just want to their their will is that they want to, to interact with you um and to feel that interaction like the moment where you know you with the elephant when an elephant actually reaches out to have that human contact with you um the tiny little baby orangutans when they put their arms around your neck like a human baby um is an incredible moment you just cannot stop smiling and it's not really something that you get on a regular basis when you're just going about your normal kind of, you know, your normal life. Yeah. So these, these, these situations where um, obviously when you, when an animal is um, injured or is sick in some way and you watch them through your, um, you know, love and care and attention, you watch them improve and, and get better. That's um, one of the things I was looking after a, a pig it had lots of um, skin sores. So I had this um, medication, a powder that I uh, needed to put on him every day and his skin got better. So he was less agitated. Um, you know, those kinds of things are really, you know, really sort of momentous uh, yeah. times that you'll never ever forget. Um, the, the changes that you see in animals when you give them your love and attention is monumental yeah. but so so many um occasions where you you know the interaction is not we, you're not a bit forcing yourself 
yeah, to um, you know to, to have that interaction with an animal it's it's purely on their free will so. yeah so great stuff so obviously um obviously at the minute we're amidst a, a pandemic so everything's mm. kind of stopped i'd imagine but um what's your sort yeah. of plan next ah well <laughs> as you can imagine i have i have lots of plans the next the moment i can travel safely and um not have to quarantine <laughs> where i'm going i will be on a plane um my next two projects i would love to to be able to do are um there are a few not many but a few bear sanctuaries so that's there's one in romania which i'm uh, I've, I've signed up for um and there's another one in thailand which is also i hear is a very ethical sanctuary the one thing if if anyone is listening to this and thinks so oh, i'd like to do that is check out the um ethnicity really um because it's important um that there are a lot of sanctuaries out there and most of them are actually um you know very very good but there are a few who are just there to make some money mm-hmm. out of volunteers so it's really important to do that so um and that obviously the animals are not kept in small enclosures and that, that kind of thing. Yeah. But um, so the the bears in Romania is is something that I'm going to um, going to do first. That's an easy one because it's a hop on a short flight. Um, <laughs> but there is another one to Bali. Uh, sorry, there's another one in Thailand which I'd like to see as well. Um, yeah. And then of course the turtles. I've not done the turtles yet. So you know, <laughs> hatching the hatching in in Bali is is the next one. Oh, that's amazing! Those two are those two are really high on on my list, and and if I can do one of those this year safely, um, then I, it will be the bears in in Romania, and 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 then hopefully Bali next year. Oh, fantastic! I love that. Yeah, that's, and that's and so I know exciting. that um, you know it's kind of one of those things which we all see on on TV, and we all um, we all watch the the hatching, and we kind of visualise ourselves there. Um, you know, helping them to get down to the sea and to safety, and it's a, it's kind of a quite a r- romantic idea, but it, it does actually happen. Yeah. And it, if it wasn't for volunteers, you know, so many of those baby turtles would perish. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it's it's um it's it's a romantic idea, but it's it's something that you can put into practice. Yeah, for sure. And a lot of a lot of the time, you don't need huge amounts of of money. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go to the um, Elephant Nature Park in Thailand um and the cost i think was about 300 pounds per week mm-hmm. which covers everything your accommodation your food um and obviously if you don't even if you don't do any work at all they're grateful for you to be there because a percentage of that is going to fund the actual sanctuary yeah, for sure. so for me it's like saying okay well what would i have spent on a holiday mm-hmm. and that's that's my preferred holiday anyway so you know it's 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 i think a win-win for me um and some people might say well i get, don't get to lie on a beach and i don't get to um explore but the good thing about doing this kind of volunteering is i always tack on um a, hol- a holiday at the beginning and a, at the end mm-hmm. so that i get to see the country i do some trekking i love you know trekking and getting yeah. to getting out there and doing some adventurous things as well so you can easily you know involve your volunteering as part of a holiday too 
Fantastic. Okay, cool. So, yeah, I like it. So the final (laughs) thing then I'd imagine would literally be, so say someone did really want to get involved in these kind of things, what would be the kind of process? Obviously do your research, but then. Yeah, so um, they're relatively easy to sign up for. Um, As I say, it's important to just check out the ethnicity of of the sanctuary, but, um, you know, Google any particular animal that you happen to love. Um, You know, you can do, there are some more extreme. I think there are um, some where, you know, it's not, perhaps if you're looking to um, get close to the big five, a safari type is is more appropriate. I know there are some sanctuaries, um, but I think you'd have to be a little bit cautious about that initially. But, um, you know, even if you wanted to start locally, there are lots of animal sanctuaries around our area in the Northamptonshire area, Leicestershire, Nottinghamshire, you know, who, if you wanted to just volunteer on a, for half a day, you can go along and do that and see if it suits you. Um, but as I say, you know, it's, it's important just to research and check, check out, but it's very easy to join. They are welcoming volunteers with open arms. Um, as long as you, you know, you, you, you're committed to working hard and, um, and being part of, of, of their ethos and, and what, what they stand for. So it's really easy to find and you'll be welcomed um, with open arms because um, even though you may be paying a little bit for your, for your um, accommodation and your, and your food and a small amount towards the sanctuary, it's still incredible value for money. Yeah, and those memories last a lifetime, is, don't they? <laughs> absolutely. I have pictures. Um, my my phone is is <laughs> my memory on my phone is um, is is uh, very restricted now. I've got so many animal pictures on my phone, but um, <laughs> it's it, it's just uh, it's just a very enriching way to spend uh, your life. And even if you're not retired and you don't have a, a, a huge amount of time it's still something that you can do for a week. I would highly recommend if you've got two weeks holiday, um, take a week at the elephant nature park and get close to the elephants and then spend another week in, in, in Thailand having a great time because it's a, an amazing country and the best holiday you could have. Yeah, for sure. Fantastic. So, well, Thank you very much for coming on today, Anita. Um, oh, you're welcome, Ben. Um, I'm happy to share. And uh, if anyone did, did want to, check out any specifics or you know ask me I'm, I'm, I'm available to to just have a chat with anyone um if they want a little bit more information sure. and so, i think this is definitely something that a lot of dvcc clients in particular i could i could imagine a lot of people really resonating with these kind of things so yeah me too me too they're an active <laughs> bunch aren't they they're an active good-hearted they're an active good-hearted bunch which is uh, you know which is all you need the perfect combo <laughs> yeah it is it is fantastic right well thank you very much again anita um you're welcome ben. Good to talk. You in the gym again soon yes let's hope so we need to we need to back, be back in the gym soon let's hope it's july <laughs> yes let's hope <laughs> thanks okay, so much anita. See you later. take care bye, bye.